48K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Vicky Wong. The headlines. The financial secretary's bid to wind up Next Digital, the parent company of Apple Daily, has been approved by the High Court. Police officers will be deployed to ensure the LegCo polls will be conducted safely and peacefully. And the World Health Organization has urged countries to act swiftly to rein in transmission as the Omicron variant spreads at what it calls an unprecedented rate. The High Court has granted the government's request to wind up to Next Digital, the parent company of Apple Daily. Damon Pang reports. The financial secretary had said in a bid he submitted in September that it's in the public interest to wind up Next Digital which is listed on the Hong Kong Stock Exchange. Master Jack Wong approved Paul Chan's application at a court hearing. Apple Daily printed its final edition in June after the company's assets were frozen due to a national security probe. The newspaper, its founder Jimmy Lai and six former senior executives are all charged with colluding with foreign forces. Security Minister Chris Tang says officers from the Quick Reaction Force will be deployed on Sunday to ensure the LegCo polls will be conducted in a safe, peaceful and uninterrupted manner. He says the units will be there to supplement uniformed officers at each polling station. Mr Tang reiterated on an RTHK programme that it's against the law for people to call on others to boycott the polls or cast blank ballots. Mr Tang warned it could be a national security breach if such appeals involve threats of all foreign forces. The Consumer Council has called on people to be to be aware of promotions for cheap or free health checkups, saying some companies have lured customers into buying expensive and unnecessary treatment plans during the examination. The watchdog says it's received a complaint from an elderly woman who was coaxed into buying a $90,000 treatment package after the company exaggerated her condition during a spinal screening procedure that cost nearly $100. The council's chief executive, Gilly Wong, urged consumers not to make hasty decisions or impulse purchases. We strongly advise consumers to ask the reliable medical professional, for example, your family doctor or maybe your specific doctor, to give you the advice before you really just listen to some sales pitch and then take the health check services. Because for certain tests, we have uh, talked about it many times before, that it may give you false understanding. Um, either you're really happy or maybe an uncertain uh, test result, or maybe you know, if it is a false negative, then uh, that will create a problem for you too. The council also warned people not to eat too much processed meat, saying that some products are high in sodium and contain substances that can cause cancer. It tested 23 ham and 7 turkey samples and found that over 90% were high in sodium. Carcinogenic preservatives such as nitrate and nitrite were found in 29 of the 30 samples. Lui Wing Chung, vice chairperson of the council's research and testing committee, urged consumers not to rely on processed meat as a major source of protein. We did not think that the turkey's diet ham is a good source or main source of protein because if you take it as a main source of protein, at the same time you will take a very high intake excessively uh, of sodium, uh, then increase the risk of the hypertension. The Law Reform Commission has called for the lifting of a ban on outcome-related fee structures for arbitration cases, which would allow clients to pay no or lower lawyer fees until they win their disputes. The Commission recommends that fee agreements based on success should, should be capped at 100% of the lawyer's normal rates, while charges linked to damages should have a ceiling of 50% of the financial benefit received by the client. Catherine Sanger, who co-chairs the Commission's subcommittee on the proposal, 
says major jurisdictions for arbitration allow such fee structures. So arbitration is really the preferred method of resolving disputes between sophisticated multinational parties. And when they are looking where to choose to seat that arbitration, clients are likely to want to seat their arbitrations where they have the most flexibility as to how they can structure fee arrangements with their lawyers. So the change in circumstances is the need to maintain Hong Kong's competitiveness and attractiveness as a seat for commercial international arbitration. The World Health Organization says the Omicron variant is spreading at an unprecedented rate. The head of the WHO, Tedros Ghebreyesus, urged countries to act swiftly to rein in transmission and protect their health systems. The variant has now been reported in 77 countries. Dr Tedros also warned that the policy of giving booster shots may repeat the problem seen earlier in the pandemic. The emergence of Omicron has prompted some countries to roll out booster programs for their entire adult populations. Even while we lack evidence for the effectiveness of boosters against this variant. WHO is concerned that such programs will repeat the vaccine hoarding we saw this year and exacerbate inequity. The British Prime Minister Boris Johnson has survived a huge rebellion by his own party in Parliament over new Covid restrictions. Almost 100 Conservative MPs ignored his last-minute plea for support, leaving him reliant on opposition votes to get the measures through. Here's a flavour of the debate, starting with the Health Secretary Sajid Javid. We're likely to see a substantial rise in hospitalisations before any measure is starting to have an impact. So there really is no time to lose. The Health Protection Agency, what Stalinist minds thought up that nomenclature? Get them out there twisting the fear button and by and large you will get the reaction that you want. It's time, Madam Deputy Speaker, to put fear to one side put our shoulders back and get on with our lives. The BBC's Ben Wright said that earlier revelations that Mr Johnson and his staff broke Covid rules last Christmas weren't a factor in the vote in Parliament. The MPs I was talking to were saying this was a rebellion about the specifics of the measures in front of us. In their view, the lack of evidence, I think also sending a signal that this is as far as they will go. They know, the Prime Minister keeps telling us all, that we're going to have to live with Covid for a long time to come, those Conservative MPs are saying that they don't want to keep going down the road of restrictions being placed and then eased, put back in, eased again. I think they're trying to say enough. Visa-holding students and skilled workers are being allowed into Australia for the first time in 20 months. Fully vaccinated Japanese and South Korean tourists can also enter. The reopening was delayed for two weeks while the authorities gathered in more information about the Omicron variant. Australia's Prime Minister Scott Morrison said people wanted restrictions to come to an end. All sensible Australians understand that there has had to be restrictions. There has had to be a curtailment of what we can do during the course of a global pandemic. The virus doesn't respect ideologies, it doesn't respect any of these things. It's just a virus and we have to deal with it. Australians get that. But equally, they also know there has to be a plan out, there is a plan out, and we need to move forward with that plan. 
The United Nations Security Council has met to hear an update on developments surrounding the Joint Comprehensive Plan of Action, or JCPOA, which sets rules for international monitoring of Iran's nuclear program. Negotiations are underway in Vienna to revive the deal after the US pulled out in 2018 under the Trump administration. The US ambassador to the UN, Linda Thomas-Greenfield, said the US is ready to return to full compliance. The United States continues to pursue the path of diplomacy to achieve a mutual return to full compliance with the JCPOA and to address our full range of concerns with Iran. President Biden has been clear. He is prepared to return to U.S. compliance and to stay in compliance so long as Iran does the same. We're fully prepared to lift sanctions inconsistent with our JCPOA commitments, which would allow Iran to receive the economic benefits of the deal. Since the nuclear deal's collapse, Tehran has started enriching uranium up to 60% purity, a short technical step from weapons-grade levels of 90%. The nation's stockpile of enriched uranium has grown far beyond the scope of the 2015 accord, which saw Tehran agree to, to limit its nuclear program in exchange for the lifting of economic sanctions. The permanent representative of Iran to the UN, Takravanchi, decried the sanctions reimposed by the US. The fact is that we have been completely deprived of our rights and benefits under the JCPOA for almost four years. Now, certain states try to deceptively portray our insistence on the full and verifiable restoration of our rights as an unconstructive and inflexible position. At the same time, they are dead silent about the unlawful and inhumane sanctions of the United States which by any measure is an all-out economic war against Iran aimed at collectively punishing an entire nation. In financial news, official data has shown that the mainland's re retail sales growth in November was lower than expected, with consumers cautious as domestic coronavirus cases resurfaced. However, industrial output picked up after power shortages eased. Retail sales rose 3.9% on-year, the National Bureau of Statistics said, below expectations and lower than October's 4.9%. A short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 23,667. That's 34 points up on the previous close. Turnover stands at $55 billion. In currencies, the US dollar is trading at 113.73 yen. The euro is standing at 1 US dollar and 12 cents. And the pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 32 cents. To sport and we start in the English Premier League where Manchester City blasted Leeds United 7-0 to go four points clear at the top. Kevin De Bruyne in his first Premier League start since early November scored twice in the win. I think we played incredible well, uh, especially uh, the way they press. I think we, we found the, the right time to, to attack them and obviously when it's 3-4-0 up it, it gets tougher for them and they, they try to keep it a little bit more tight in the second half, but I think we had enough chances to score a lot more. Aston Villa moved up to ninth after a 2-0 win at Norwich. Jacob Ramsey and Ollie Watkins got the goals. Manchester United's game against Brentford was postponed because of a COVID-19 outbreak in the United squad. 
The Premier League has introduced additional testing of players and club staff in order to combat a rising number of COVID cases. The league confirmed on Monday there had been 42 positive tests over the previous seven days. That's the highest figure recorded since COVID testing began as part of Project Restart during the 2019-20 season. More from the BBC's Simon Stone. It was agreed that Premier League players and club staff will have to now take a lateral flow test every day just to get into the training grounds. And then twice a week, they will take PCR tests, which is what they were doing from Project Restart until the end of last season. The Premier League realised that they can't on their own stop the, the spread of the virus. But they do think that having measures like that will at least allow the clubs to get a good gauge, almost a daily gauge of of where the situation is and if there's any any rising cases and, and what they can do about them. Um, in addition, the Premier League clubs are, are asking uh, clubs to observe mask wearing uh, indoors, limiting uh, physical treatment and also social distancing. As I say, they don't have the answers clearly to mm. the situation, but the, 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 the number of positives is acute and the Premier League are determined to try and keep the league on track. Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang has been stripped of the Arsenal captaincy following a breach of discipline. The 32-year-old was left out for Saturday's 3-0 win over Southampton and will not be featured in tonight's home game against West Ham. Arsenal manager Mikel Arteta says it was a painful decision to make, but the other players understand why it had to be done. They accepted the decision and I think they, they know because they have committed to it and they have demanded that uh, we want to take our culture, our demands, and who do we want to be as a club, and how we want to represent this football club to a different level. And when those standards are not met, you know that um, you cannot participate in our daily basics. Golden State Warriors star Stephen Curry has eclipsed Ray Allen as the NBA's three-point king, draining his record 2,974th career three-pointer against the Knicks at Madison Square Garden in New York. Here's the moment when he hit the record-breaking tray. Again, here's Curry for the record. It's good! There it is! Stephen Curry! The all-time three-point king! And now to the weather. It will be warm with sunny periods in the afternoon, mainly cloudy with one or two light rain patches tonight. The outlook warm during the day tomorrow. Winds will strengthen from the north on Friday and it will become cooler at night, cool over the weekend. The temperature is 22 degrees, relative humidity 75%. To end the news, the top stories once again. The financial secretary's bid to wind up Next Digital, the parent company of Apple Daily, has been approved by the High Court. Police officers will be deployed to ensure the LegCo polls will be conducted safely and peacefully. And the World Health Organization has urged countries to act swiftly to rein in transmission as the Omicron variant spreads at what it calls an unprecedented rate. The news from RTHK. Improve electoral system. Ensure patriots administering Hong Kong. Remember to cast your vote in the Legislative Council general election on December 19th. The 2021 Legislative Council general election will take place on Sunday, December 19th. Electors and authorized representatives should have received their poll cards at their registered mailing address. The poll cards state the polling hours and the name and address of the designated polling station. Please note that the designated polling station for this year might be different from the one in the past. 
Electors should take note and ensure that they vote at their designated polling station. Improve electoral system. Ensure patriots administering Hong Kong. Because we never close, I'm open day. 